Hello and welcome to Bridge to Fire. I'm Kristen. And I'm Justin. And today we're going to be talking about expectations. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Today, we're going to be talking about managing expectations in our relationships. But before we get into that, we want to share with you what's gone on for the last week. Mm. So what's happened with you in the last week, Justin? Uh, big dedication to trying to be a professional YouTuber slash maker of things inventor. And uh, I'm finding it difficult. Mm. Uh, managing my time between family life and work life and this hobby that I want to turn into a profession, it's hard. It's hard to get the time this week, twice, two days in a row. In fact, I haven't managed to do anything in the garage or mm. anything on it. Uh, and <laughs> I have these expectations <laughs> <laughs> that I should be able to do that. Um, and you know, I weirdly get disappointed when I don't manage those expectations. Uh, and of course that, you know. <laughs> very fitting. It's very fitting for this episode, <laughs> yeah. I guess, in, in, many, in many ways. Yeah. But yeah, uh, we've, we also went to Oslo this week uh, mm -hmm. and and shot an, a, a, commercial? A, a commercial. Yeah, it was yeah. interesting. and It's good fun. I like it. Uh, my job was sit, to sit on the toilet and... <laughs> be on my phone never and, done that before no but i it was a little different i had uh, my undies uh, jammed up my ass crack uh for about three hours so it was a little bit unusual in that regard and my legs started to go dead because i sat on the toilet for so long doing different things for so long that um yeah did you get a new a new understanding of g-string uh no i no I, no it was not a G string. It was like a giant clump of material. It was not like a thin <laughs> string like uh, women had. It was like a massive clump of jocks jammed up my ass crack. So it was a little bit. Uh, oh, the imagery. It was a little bit different, um, but kind of fun uh, and exciting for us mm. who've never done anything like that before. No, the whole family did it. Kids mm. did great. They were awesome. Considering. He didn't really want to do it in the beginning. Mm. So um, she handled it like a champion. Mm. And our son, well, he's he's a natural born actor, I think. So <laughs> he'll be fine. Yeah. He loves being in your videos anyway. But yeah, that was that was good fun. Mm. Yeah. Anything else for you? Uh, I'm a bit uh, intimidated about this weekend because you're going away mm. and I need to only look at the kids and I find that difficult because I have this burning desire to be in the garage and work forward on a project. Mm -hmm. uh, but I know that's the case and I just that's have to case. handle that and manage that. And uh, yeah, mm. that's it. That's life with kids, eh? Mm. All right. So my week has been, so after the New Year's, I became unemployed, though I had a job lined up as a call-in <clears throat> substitute, and it has been super busy. Like, I completely didn't expect that it would be 
um, that I would get so many shifts already. So it's been it's been fantastic to get into that and see a completely different work aspect. That has been really really good, actually. Yeah, it's I'm I'm loving it. I am absolutely loving it, and I'm loving the ability to make a change in somebody's life, and that's really where I've been walking towards getting. So I really hope I can continue on that journey and on that path. And this week as well, I landed another job, which is also a call-in substitute. So that that's great. I've got two now. Mm-hmm. So, which is fantastic. And I think those two are very combinable. So that'll be great. And hopefully that'll fill in the, the slots so that we can make what we need to, to pay the bills and things like that. So that that's really good. I found really interesting when you came to me and you said, I feel tired. Mm. I, I was like, ha, yes. Mm. It was this very This type of work <clears throat> is draining. Like yeah. it's not just sitting around doing fun things with the kids. I mean, these kids, you yeah. know, they, they take a bit of work, right? They take a bit of work and yeah. they they don't follow the mold. And that's why they're there and we do the do the job we do. But it's like, it's such a roller coaster. I think that's why it's draining because it can be such a roller coaster. But if you have good colleagues that you can play on and that you you can share with and find paths and ways to make it better for these kids, it still feels right though. Even though it was draining and I came home and I was like, oh, today, today was tough because then it's been three days of of that roller coaster in a row, and I'm like, oh, okay, I felt it today. Mm. Coming back next week, I'm super ready to step into that role again and be that lovely, warm person that meets these people the way they need to be met. Yeah. I think there's a reason to why a lot of these people work part-time part time because mm. it, is, it is tiring to be in that type of work mm. all the time. It, it's difficult and I, I admire the people who do it. I've done it for years, for years and mm. uh, I've found it challenging some days too and Kudos to you, Kristen, to getting into it and, and trying your best. Yeah, I think it's it's good. Mm. It's good. And then combined with the new job as well, I was super surprised that I, I got it so quickly. So that's super nice. I'm really happy about that. And then going on to the third job this week, which was the the commercial shooting. So that, that's been fantastic as well. So it's been a busy two first weeks of January. It's been amazing. Mm. Yeah. So, and then I've got school this weekend. We're back, back with some EQ therapy and seeing the people in Oslo and we're going to give it, it's going to be awesome. I'm super excited about that. I'm going to miss the family, but it's going to be awesome. That's me, I guess. Yeah. So shall we dive into this then? Yeah. All we're, right. we're going to be talking about expectations here, people. Yeah. So don't have big expectations. <laughs> <laughs> Leave those lying somewhere else. All right. So when we say we're going to be talking about managing expectations in relationship, we just want to share that we all have expectations of our partners, yeah. but when those expectations aren't met, it can lead to disappointment, resentment, and even breakdown of a relationship. So in this episode, we want to discuss the importance of setting realistic expectations, effective communication strategies to manage those expectations, and how to handle disappointment when expectations aren't met. Do you storm around like a four-year-old? And in the end, whether you're in a relationship or have been together for years, managing expectations is crucial for a healthy and happy partnership or friendship or relationship, whichever it is. 
could be a work relationship too, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So that's kind of like the the gist of what all the stuff we want to talk about today. But we thought this was a really, really important topic to go through. We've been talking about this for years, actually. For years. Yeah. So, and where we've both had expectations to each other and have failed each other in that way because we haven't communicated what our expectation actually was. And then we set each other up to fail. Hmm. Right? But hmm. what is an expectation though, Crystal? An expectation is <laughs> the feeling or belief that something will or should happen. Oh, the dirty S word. <laughs> should. 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 Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Yeah. With that, I'm sure you can relate it to many scenarios in your own lives. Mm. We sure can. Like Justin just mentioned now, his expectation to go in the garage, to be effective with his time, Right. Yeah, you set sometimes expectations on yourself too, not just in relationships. Mm -hmm. right? And then like managing those expectations, you know, are crucial for those relationships and for yourself, you know, to be mm. happy and healthy. So why is managing expectations so crucial? Because it can lead to disappointment and then it can lead to resentment. And then last of all, it can break down a relationship, tear people apart because those expectations aren't met. And especially if there's are, those are expectations that are there and it happens over and over again, but it's still never communicated, then you can break down. Yeah. And you can also like, if you put expectations on yourself and then when you don't meet them, you're setting yourself up a failure and then all of a sudden you're in a depression. <laughs> yeah. Because right? where does the self-love then mm. go? Because it's a love for another person, right? A room for another person. But when you do it to yourself, it's quite an interesting topic, actually. Mm. Like when you do it to yourself and then you get disappointed and you get in a depression. And then how does that also affect your partner? Yeah. 100%. Right? And then their expectations of you to not be depressed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very true. I completely true. destroyed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. So how do we actually manage these expectations? in relationships well i mean yeah, realistically like there's so many things like if we're going to use examples babe mm. like my expectation of you and what you do in the house they're they're not super high we're but one of the big of one of the big things that i've got is that the washing is done because early in the relationship we set roles and that's a whole nother podcast i think but <laughs> Early in the relationship, we set roles. So there were certain things that each one of us does in the household that we take 100% responsibility for. And one of the things is the washing for you, washing of the clothes. What I, do you take 100% responsibility for? <clears throat> Silence. <laughs> I just thought about that. 100%. But you, you hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Ease up. You're just throwing this on me like it was like, no, you take, no, you wanted to take 100% responsibility for that because yeah, you yeah. were so scared that I was going to put some wash on in the wrong setting or you couldn't yeah, let well, go of the actually, idea I of me just. I did let you do laundry and it happened. So then I just, then we agreed. That was just better. Well. And then I can't blame you when things go astray. That's very true. I can true. only blame myself. Hmm. But I mean, we set, we set those roles. And so when there is an expectation that when I put something in the washing basket in a week's time, I should have it clean in my drawer. 
Now, if Kristen wants to change the rules with regards to that role, and she says, you need to put away your own clothes once I've washed them, then that that is perfectly fine. I do not expect her to put things in my drawer, but I have an expectation that I should be able to find something when I need it, mm. if it's washed. But unfortunately, if I give you that role, then I expect it to be done when I need it to be done. And that's that's why I can't give that to you, because mm. then it, it could sit there for a week, right? <laughs> and I'm like, ah! because I don't give you that, I can't hold it against you either. Mm. So I've never put that expectation on you. I, I rather put it on myself. So at least then I'm not setting you up for failure. And I mean, there is other things. For example, there, you know, in relationships, you have uh, income. Mm. Like, what do you expect your partner to bring to the table financially? Yeah. You know, so we talked about this in that podcast that exploded. Yeah. We, should, the financial we, we actually haven't spoken about that on this podcast. So financial infidelity, if you haven't listened to it, apparently nearly 150,000 people have listened to it, Yeah, which is mind-blowing. Insane. And it keeps growing, constantly keeps growing. I don't so know just... who shared it or who wrote it in a blog or wherever it's being posted, but it's thank you to that person. Yeah, thank you. We've been trying to figure out how, but it has just taken off. And we are super happy to everybody who, who does listen in. Almost 150,000 people have listened in. And that's that's huge. That's we are honored. insane. We are honored. Yeah. Yeah. But going back to mm. income, you know, is there an expectation that, you know, your husband brings in a certain amount of money a mm. month, right? To cover the costs of certain things. Yeah. Is there expectation that... You, you both know, work. How much do you both work? Yeah, that you should do a holiday every year somewhere is fancy. Or, you know, yeah, many these, different right. things with regards yeah. to money. I mean, it's... When do you buy a new car? Is the expe expectation to, to upgrade that every three years? Or mm. And then another topic that we, we find interesting and important, I think, is what is your expectations to sex, for example? Yeah. Which is a big, big topic and very important for very many. Do you expect your partner to put out every every day? Or do you expect that they take charge every time? Or or is it a teamwork? Is it a play thing where you work together on it, right? But mm. what is the expectation around that topic, around sex? Like That's often something never spoken about, actually. No, it's not. Because it's, it's, it's like, oh, it, it ruins the romance of it all, right? If you talk about it. Well, it doesn't really. It doesn't. You can have that like, conversation once a year maybe it's because expectations do change right you could have it once a year and the rest of the year you know what the expectation is right yeah i'm like i'm thinking about the fact that i'm i'm super practical so i'm like if i want sex i'll say it i'm like can we go hanky panky like can we keep <laughs> panky can she we does, go roll in the hay she does do you want to go <laughs> yeah but i does i say it because I would find it refreshing. I don't need to be like surprised in that way. I'm like, you want sex? Tell me. I'll turn on. Like, but that's just how I work. I get it that there wants to be like surprise and romance. And and I think a dash of both is really great. But when you live a hectic life, well, at least for me, it doesn't kill the, mm. the romance. 
It works for me. That's speaking for me. I don't know what it does to you, you poor thing that has to live with that. But that's that's what you got. <laughs> I feel highly emasculated. <laughs> uh, I'm like, give it to me now. <laughs> okay, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> I'm standing at attention. At least I'm being clear about my expectations here. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you what I need. Yeah. So there is there is expectations in all forms of mm. of relationship like and it can be anything from the chores through to money through to sex <laughs> how do we communicate that because mm. i have a bit of a news flash we're not mind readers what mm. oh that's news to me <laughs> <laughs> just kidding chris and i have talked about this for years yeah about people being mind readers mm. as far as i know there's no one is a mind reader no one can actually hear the thoughts of their partner no. and be like oh sweet uh, sure you can read body language but that's still not mind reading often that's too late too though because yeah, if the body language is that visible <laughs> you're fucked yeah yeah, yeah. you got you've got problems yeah you've, it's you've, already gone down yeah, the hill the... from there. yeah <laughs> it's very true so, yeah, I think we have to start with that. No one is a mind reader. No. No, we can't. I, you cannot expect your husband or your wife or, or your, your girlfriend or your, or your dad or, or your, your friend. mom. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just keep rolling them up. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. You cannot expect them to know what you want unless you communicate with them exactly or or your boss or your colleagues whichever relation this is actually in mm. there is no chance unless you're being clear of what's going on in your life they have no idea so how, and how do you expect them to know yeah. like are there are there just norms that are written that it's supposed to be this way ah uh, but he should know <laughs> That's what I hear all the time. Like, he should, oh, know, he what should I like. know what I like. He should know that I do, I enjoy this. And that when I'm doing this, that he should know that I heard it so many times from people. Mm, I think more, that's correct. It's more said from females that he should know mm. as if men are known mind readers. But I think it goes both ways. I think females or men also get disappointed by females. Often, but male pro males process it differently. Yeah, they they'll go out and you know get frustrated and and bang things around, or you know go do some sport or something like that, right? Or stomp around like yeah. a four year old. That happens too. Mm. Uh, and then it's very clear that expectations have not been met. Yeah. Whereas, you know, <laughs> not all, but I feel a lot of women keep it to themselves and then complain about things to their girlfriends like yeah i can't believe that he didn't know like it was so obvious like, <laughs> and but then they've given the man the silent treatment yeah. i reckon yeah, that's yeah. what's happened it hasn't been communicated or shared or anything or like what you did there wasn't okay i am super disappointed now i have to go deal with that disappointment but i just need you to know as if they ever say that and you should just know that they're disappointed too right mm. is <laughs> that <laughs> It does happen. It makes me think about uh, Jim Jeffries where he talks about Valentine's Day. Okay. Uh, and, you know, there's an expectation that, you know, 
Valentine's Day that you should get something for your partner, right? Um, <laughs> in a lot of Western cultures where the mother is at home, right? It's like, oh, yay, I need to spend something on of my own money on my loved one, right? And then she gets to spend my money on <laughs> something that I don't want That's for Valentine's cruel. Day. And then Mother's Day is the same. It's like he talks about the fact that in Mother's Day, the father is expected to buy a gift with his money to for Mother's okay, Day. Yeah. And then he goes, and Father's Day, it's, he his gets money. A, it's his money going to himself again. But it's not really his money if they're in a partnership. That's and really, really wrong. I agree. Right? We <laughs> talked about this in, in financial infidelity, but yeah. it is really funny the way he puts it. But I think there is often like expectations around, for example, those type of days, right? Mm. Uh, there's an Anniversaries. Yeah. There's an expectation that the man needs to be romantic, mm. not the woman. Like, why? Because there's an exchange of sex. Is there, is there <laughs> currency? Be. It's a currency. Like, it's basically. a currency. So like, yeah, yeah. I, I give you sex, so I expect romance. I get where because, you're coming from. Because the male desires sex a lot more than the female, mm. generally. Uh, is there an expectation there that, you know, that's part of it? That's a, like, you have to romance me and make me feel special. And then in exchange, I will give you sex. So, uh, yeah, I think I think that's spot on, mm. to be quite honest. Of course, you were lucky, unlucky. <laughs> Call it what you want. Because <laughs> it's my birthday on Valentine's Day. So that's you... super unlucky. I hate double gifts. <laughs> it means you have to think, tw you have to th like, uh, yeah, let's not get into it. <laughs> Oh, it's coming closer. It's mm. coming closer oh, on Mother's Day too. Oh God! Fourth in February. Oh God! <laughs> All right. But let's get it back on yeah, topic because I, I was gonna. <laughs> We're not mind readers, so no. how do you actually communicate with somebody when you have an expectation of somebody? Mm -hmm. Well, effective communication is really important to be clear. Um, about what you need. What do you need? And is it fair to to need exactly that? Like, is that, what's the word? Help me here. Is it a, too high of an expectation? Hmm. Like, too high of a need? Or is it is it fair? Yeah. Sorry for not finding other words there. But yeah, so you need to be clear. And that goes both ways. When you are clear about what you need, your partner should also be able to say, well, that's a bit much or, okay, okay, I see that. I can deal with that. I'll try and meet that expectation. Hmm. Uh, give us an example. Oh, you're asking me. Yeah. I, th I thought you were going to like, giving you an example. <laughs> give, give us an example, Kristen, because I, I think people need to be, how do you clearly communicate an expectation to me? Well, Take back, going back to like one of our first episodes, emptying the dishwasher, mm. right? I was very clear about what I wanted from you, what I needed of help from you mm. that day. So that was good communication, right? That was, I was being clear about, can I please, could you for me please empty the dishwasher today? Because I'm working and you're in the garage and... It would really mean a lot to me. And I said it in a nice way. It's not, 
I need you to do this for me because I can't handle it. It wasn't like that. Yeah. I asked in a nice way. So when you're clear about what you need, you can't command something to be done. Why would they ever do that? Stuff that. Mm. <laughs> I don't do that with my kids. If they come with a command to me, like, give me water. I'm like, nah, you're not getting any water. You don't speak to me that way. Mm. So why would you expect that from your partner or that that would just not fly, mm. right? So I think being clear in a nice way is very important. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that works really well. And you can analyze it too. Like, let's look at the dishwasher situation. Mm. You come to me and you say, hey, I would really appreciate it if you could empty the dishwasher before you go in the garage. I think is what you actually mm. said. Uh, and so I sit there. And I analyze the request, uh, the robotic person I am. And all of a sudden, hey, yeah, that seems like a reasonable request. I know how much it will mean to you if mm. I actually do it. So you know what? I'm going to take a pause from going in the garage. I'm going to do this first before it, so it's actually done. Mm. And then the expectations are met mm. and I don't have to live with the consequences after. Yeah. Right? Or the disappointment or, and especially if you ask for something in a nice way and then it's not met, that disappointment is very understandable. Mm. But then the other thing goes, well, if there comes a request that's ridiculous, like an expectation, like uh, what if I said like, Oh, I need two blowjobs a day <laughs> yeah yeah just right like just an age. example yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's let's go to the extreme right, yeah. let's make it or five <laughs> <laughs> or just sex and blowjob every day yeah right twice, like yeah yeah sexual activity twice a day mm. like how do you fit in how do you fit that into a busy everyday life that we live at the moment like just that makes it an outrageous um request well not only that it's like physically too like is that possible mm. you know can i can i perform yeah uh, for my partner like in that way like mm. i may it may be painful for me right so that's where you need to communicate the expectations like hey you know it's not so comfortable for this type of thing all the time and then makes me very sore for example because we're all different right yeah yeah and here's another thing too right why is that expectation coming in the first place? Yeah. So that's another thing for you to allow your partner to, in this example, come back and reflect on why sex twice a day is so important. Are they insecure yeah. about themselves? Yeah. What is going on in your life that makes you feel like you need this? Mm. Like what is going on? Like Especially if the request comes out of the blue. Mm. Right. So like all of a sudden you're living a normal uh, partnership life where you have, you know, sex every seven months or something like that. Um, oh, that's sad. <laughs> so true, though. There are so many people like that. <laughs> um, but and then all of a sudden your partner comes and says, hey, you know, like I want sex all the time. Oh, Lou, uh, you lost me there. <laughs> but, you know, like you you need to understand like where is this coming from is it because the lack of sexual activity is there or are they dealing or with not something. dealing with something yeah 
you know that they feel like they need to use sex as a cover yeah yeah for something to make mm. themselves feel good uh, and you know when you mm. don't meet those expectations therefore they go more into the the hole or the depths mm. of depression for example um you know th- yeah, i think, I think it's very very important to look inside mm. why why am i expecting this like the dishwasher that's an easy why it's it's an everyday life sort of like because then it's empty for us to fill it up after it makes life easier for us together mm. so that's an easy why and because i i am working and even though you're working in the garage it's not one makes money one the other one doesn't so then there it was a clear reason why it's there yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah. So it was a reasonable request. Like, you're right. not making any money by going in the garage. So, therefore, you can afford the 15 minutes it takes to empty the dishwasher and put fill it up again. Yeah. With the stuff sitting on the bench. Right? Yeah, right. Hmm. So, I think that's, yeah, that's two, like, two good examples. One quite close to everyday life and one all of <laughs> out there. <laughs> one properly out there. But how do we handle that disappointment when it's not met yeah how do you handle a disappointment often uh you'll see it in my body language uh, especially if i'm not emotionally available mm. so like if i feel stressed or i have a lot on my shoulders mm. uh, and expectations are not met it often comes out in my body language or tone of voice mm. so you'll hear that first mm. Often when I storm around or like bang, I can read you. bang a door, for example, like I'm not smashing doors, but I'm just like, you know, maybe I'm a little bit more forceful when I'm closing the cupboard door in the kitchen. I personally can see it. I see that I'm frustrated. I see that I'm banging the door and it takes me time to process those feelings and emotions around the disappointment mm. of an expectation not being met to then communicate with you clearly using words mm. what has upset me what have you failed to meet my expectations on and then often what happens is when you're in when i'm in those moods when i'm frustrated i i often reflect so like did i actually tell her or am i expecting her to be a mind reader mm. but at the same time i'm still banging doors like i'm in that process of like <laughs> fuck's sake <clears throat> she shouldn't but did she know uh no i don't think i actually told her damn it <clears throat> you know like so it's, it takes for me time to physically get it out a little mm. bit and process at the same time and then i'm i like to think that i'm quick to apologize you are you are very good to apologize i have to say that and that's really really important to apologize to be apologetic when you realize that you've been out of bounds like gone over the line or whichever it is. It's really interesting to hear you say it because I can read it. Often I read it very quickly. I don't often always know why. Why is he acting the way he is? Because the expectation hasn't actually been set. Mm. So me being a very curious person, person, (laughs) person, I often ask him, I'd be like, hey, 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 what's going on? Well, what's happening right now? And I'm like, oh, no, 
Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> it's I don't know. to work this shit out. Yeah. Oh. And then often we have a talk or something and then there comes a blame of something, but it's in a calm manner when we talk about it afterwards. Mm. Yeah. It's often in a calm manner. But you need time to process. So that's how you handle disappointment or frustration mm. then. Right? Because with disappointment, it often leads into frustration and that's where it goes. And when we're frustrated, what do we do? So for me, if I hit frustration, which I feel like I do very seldom, actually, I... Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so perfect. <laughs> Have you not met me? No, <laughs> absolutely not. I think it's been years of coming to that point, mm. of reaching that and not wanting to waste energy on, unless I can be clear about what I need and want, I can't expect that of the other person. Mm. And that goes for all my relationships. Um, but what I, what I then do is I sort of like, sometimes I close my eyes, but I, I take a step back and I need to get an overview. What is the situation? What am I, why am I feeling the way I'm feeling? And what is the situation? Did he not show up for something? Did he not? Like, there's only one episode that I'm really stuck with, and I might might as well share that. It's years ago when the kids were still in daycare, and it was the summer, summer of, yeah, the summer finish. There was this um, summer evening um, thing at the Barnahar, yeah, where we all, all the parents come. Do you remember it? No. No. But it stuck with me mm. because I remember feeling a lot about it so that's how we process memories is actually when there's an emotion stuck to it mm. but with that i remember feeling frustrated and angry and disappointed with him that he didn't show up not for me but for our kids i have a very strong sense of um fairness or like that's really important to me that others show up when they're supposed to for others <laughs> not necessarily for me but I think that's just the person the person I am but that's one of the one of the things that have stuck with me and then in the end I had to even though that's years ago I had to step back get the overview okay he, I'm, he hasn't called I am sure he's going through something I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and I'm going to lead with love here and that's what I do if I find myself getting frustrated it's to step back, get an overview. What is the situation? Show empathy. Like what's going on here that I don't know about. Mm, that's the key. Like this, we're all individuals. Yep. So, what is going on, right? Mm. That I don't know about and give them the room to come to you with that. Because something could have happened that day. It could have been lying there. And then suddenly there's a trigger that brings up old dirt and shit to the surface and that might be the whole the whole thing and it's got nothing to do with you. Mm. And to show that empathy and then in myself, I go, I want to lead with love here. And that's why I say this to you every time because if you choose to lead with love in a situation, it will never escalate to something it wasn't supposed to be in the first place mm. because you come from a place of empathy and love and you have a whole different a way of meeting people. So I just, I, I do the mantra because <laughs> I want to say like, um, pull water off, 
off that feeling, like to, to wash it away mm. is what I want to say. To wash away that feeling, I do a mantra in my head where I close my eyes and I say, lead with love, lead with love. And I say, I can say it many, many times because I need to find back that feeling of love. And then when I found it, it's good. Everything's good. And when I then see him again, I can meet him in a calm, relaxed, and most likely just go up and say, hey, I just want to give you a hug or something like that. And that's perhaps why I don't remember it. Because I didn't meet a fiery Kristen. No. That was like, where the fuck were you? Mm. <laughs> like, you should have been there for the kids. I had this expectation of you and you failed to meet it, right? Mm. Um, I don't know. And for I'd... a drive, there was something going on and you'd gone for a drive. You were upset or angry about something, something else. I can't remember what it was. Oh, I don't remember even. But you couldn't, you just couldn't deal with being there with all the parents in the headspace that you were in. So you felt it was better that you were away. And you, it probably was. Mm. Like, all in all, we talked about it later and there's complete understanding from my side. Like, but I just remember the feeling I had that day. And that was very interesting. And that's... And the that, other thing is too, like, understanding why it was so important for me to be there. Mm. Were, was there expectations, not just for the children to I think see to dad do. there but was there expectations that you know we should be a united couple in front of all these other families you know like there's all these other hidden mm. things that are in these scenarios mm. and that we often don't really realize they're there yeah you know like is there a competition between you and another I don't lady so. there like i'm just I, saying it yeah there. like was there another competition between uh, you and another lady uh, that you, you know, despise or, you know, in some sort of way want to feel like you're better than her? So you need my, <laughs> you know, your perfect husband to be standing next to you whilst she feels shitty that her husband's at work. Right? There's so many things that people yeah, do subconsciously, right? And like cause so. that those big expectations to be there. And when they fail to yeah. meet them. And that's back to why are they there? Mm. And for me, like in that scenario, I reckon it's it's because of my own my own childhood and my my dad not being there mm. because he worked offshore. So he, he wasn't home half of my life. Right? Mm. So I reckon I want us to be there. And because it wasn't work, it wasn't anything else. You you have an expectation. That, well, then you put you put your shit to the side and you show up. You know. Yeah, which is not always how it <laughs> not works, right? How it works. Not at mm. all. But that's that's what built up the expectation. So many people that say that shit. Like, no, you just need to like man up and get on with yeah, it. You know, exactly. like that, actually, that term "man up," I hate. We never, we're never told to woman up, are we? You never told the woman <laughs> up. No, I've never that, heard that say. And there's always like get some balls, and yeah. you know, like that. There's always this grow some balls. There's always this expectation of men to drop their feelings, and their feelings mean nothing, mm. and to show up or yeah. be there or just you know get on with it. Yeah, I think that's interesting because there's uh, many decades and generations of that. Mm. Yeah, 
there are many men that just can't handle life at all and now because they're unable to access their own emotions and understand why they're going through something hmm. that's why you've got men you know being violent and so on yeah yeah hmm. no, super interesting so I guess that's us and sharing a bit of where we are when it comes to expectations and in our relationship, mm. just to give you a few examples and things like that. And I think it's just important to, if you can lower your expectations and be clear about what your needs are, you'll have a better relationship with whomever it is you do this with. I think it's very, that's a big takeaway. If you can see that you're putting expectations on others, remember that when you do that and don't communicate, you're setting them up to fail. And when you do that, are you deliberately setting them up to fail? No, that's so, interesting. <laughs> I thought about this on my walk today. Mm. Somebody who would have, if somebody passed me at that stage, I was talking out loud, walking in the door. <laughs> Kaluni tune, there I am, talking to myself, having a podcast. But I was thinking about that scenario. I'm like, if you set that up and set your other person up to fail like that, are you wanting an argument? Because you have people out there who unfortunately are that dysfunctional, that they they need the argument. They need the disagreement mm. because that makes life exciting or challenging or whatever it does. Or takes focus away from their Something own else. hurt, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Something else. Mm. So I found that really interesting. I'm like, do you do it deliberately and then hold the expectation of he should be a mind reader? He should just know me. Uh, that same thing. <laughs> he should just know. Yeah. Uh, we're not mind readers, people. No, none of us are. <laughs> and it could be the other way around. She should know. Yeah, it's true. So I'm sure there are men out there that have a, she should know I like this. She should know this is my favorite dinner. She should know that I want dinner at five o'clock. Oh, that's what I want to say. <laughs> but that's probably what you feel too, right? Yeah, I think I have actually, you know, I was thinking when you're saying all these like very male chauvinistic things, I was like, yeah. Not all males are like that, Kristen. And then I was like, wait a second, I think sometimes like that. So like sometimes when I get home from work, I'm like, oh, there's no dinner for me. I had an expectation that I would be looked after when I got home from work. Where well, I expect him you, to look after himself. Yeah. <laughs> or you decided that you were going to make pancakes for the kids, which I don't enjoy, right? And no, I, you can't eat. Yeah. and And then, you know. Uh, I'm like, oh, what about me? Yeah, <laughs> it isn't fair. Uh, yeah, anyway. Um, yeah. So mm -hmm. those expectations come up too, and mm -hmm. and they sound male chauvinistic, but they <laughs> it's kind of true. Like I'm, I'm still a male. I still have these expectations, mm -hmm. but I would do the same. It's like I wouldn't do the same. Like I would try to make you something if I knew you were coming home. Mm. I would try to save dinner and put it on the side, put on a plate. Like that's how I was raised. You keep something when for you the make, person. For yeah, the yeah. person. You if make I made food. a proper meal that I know that you would, I would do that. Yeah. But when those, so he works late two days a week and I've seen that as the opportunity to give the kids the stuff he doesn't want because he's more, he likes better food. So <laughs> And uh, Kristen likes feeding our 
kids garbage yep crap mm. food like mm. pancakes and things like that and so i like to be the the fun person <laughs> <laughs> i'm the fun parent food wise yeah where we something sometimes eat desserts for breakfast okay getting back on track to this it's actually been really really interesting it's been fun to um explore this topic with you darling i think it's good for us too and it grounds us even more as well as a couple remember that setting realistic expectations actually sorry do you know what we've forgotten recommendation yes i wonder what's your recommendation this week justin yesterday or last week i talked about uh setting my calendar into like 15 minute lots uh today i'm going to recommend putting your social media lockouts so i have 15 minutes lockouts on my social media of course sometimes i go over that but it's mainly i go over that because i'm posting not because i've spent too much time looking at stuff browsing and that's a big change for me because uh, i used to sit and waste too much time browsing uh aimlessly because i was bored maybe i'd sit on the toilet like another five or 10 minutes more than I need to because I was watching something. Mm. Uh, and I think setting limits to the time you use on these apps, super powerful. You realize how much time you've got. And every time I use the, I use my 15 minutes every day. And most of that is in posting, posting actual content for others to consume not for me to sit there and consume. So I recommend going into your phone, go into your app manager and set your limits uh, on your app usage. And I think you'll realize you got a lot more time than you think you do. Yeah, I agree. Hmm. My recommendation this week is, uh, I can't remember if I've done it before, but it's in Inside Timer. It's an app. It's a meditation app. And it's um, I find it really, really great. There's You can pay for it or you can have it for free. But they've got some really good stuff there for different types of meditation that you would like to do. And actually this month they're running a 30-day uh, kick-up course where you actually get to experience lots of different ways of meditating or free riding or whichever it might be that they, they take you through that day. And I found it really, it's really, really good. I really enjoy it. So we have two different meditation apps, but it's really good. So that's my recommendation for today. And then actually last time we didn't do one thing. I just want to do one thing that you're grateful for. Do you have one? Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm grateful I got up this morning and went running. Yeah, good. I didn't want to, but I did it. And I'm grateful that I did because the feeling I got after just... Euphoric? Well, it just means it's it puts you in the right stead for the whole day. Mm, good. So I'm very happy and grateful for that. I'm That's grateful awesome. that I got the chance to do that because you're at home. Mm. And I'm able to do that. I know this weekend I won't be able to because you're away. Yeah. So I'm grateful. Good. And I'm grateful that I managed to say no to work today because I'm a very yes person and always have been and have a difficulty of saying no when people ask me things or ask things of me. And I tried to squeeze too many things in and I didn't today. And I feel it 
in my whole body how grateful I am for that because I'm going to school today. So it's really important for me that today has space so that I can do the podcast. I can do the things that are important for me as well. And I looking after me. So I'm grateful that I chose to look after me. That's new for me. So that's something I'm really grateful for. Remember to do that, people. Remember to look after yourselves and that no is actually a word too. Mm. And remember, with regards to expectations, setting realistic expectations and actually communicating effectively and being able to handle disappointment when your expectations aren't met are all key components of having a good relationship with somebody, whether it's your brother, sister, mom, dad, partner, kids, work colleague, whatever it is. Mm. So we encourage you to take the time to reflect on your own relationships and consider how you can better manage your expectations. And be sure to tune in next time for more discussions about relationships. Mm. Uh, and thanks um, for listening yeah and remember be kind have courage and lead with love catch you on the flip side see ya bye